0: for joining us for this special prophetic update from Kent Christmas Ministries International. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted by this powerful and anointed message. And now, here's Pastor Kent Christmas. I'm so glad you're with us tonight. Uh, I wish we were all in the same room, but I know that's not logistically possible. But our spirits are in the same room so uh, i'm gonna talk about something tonight i don't think i've ever in 50 years of preaching uh, ever really taught on it i'm not sure i've ever heard anybody else talk on it but uh, as you know watching my videos sometimes i get a little bit out of the box of the normal way but uh, this was really inspired just in prayer and uh, sometimes god will just make me remember a verse and begin to challenge me with looking at it in a different way so Um, We're going to read a few verses tonight through the study, but I want to start off with Deuteronomy chapter 9, and uh, we're going to read verse 3. And it says, Understand therefore this day that the Lord thy God is he which goeth over before thee. I really like the fact that God goes before us. That means that wherever you wind up, he's already been there. He goes before thee as a consuming fire. He shall destroy them. He shall bring them down before thy face. So shalt thou drive them out and destroy them quickly as the Lord has said unto thee. So this verse is... uh, It really is just at face value. He's saying this. He says, God will go before you, and he is going to destroy your enemies. And it says this about God. It describes who God is. It says, God is a consuming fire. Um, There's a verse. I hadn't looked it up for a long time. It's in the 97th chapter of Psalms. And it says this about God it says a fire goes before him and destroys consumes all of his enemies and so I want to establish something here that uh, in I think there's three different three different places in the scripture but in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4 in verse 24 and then uh, the writer picks it up in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 29, and both of them say this. God is, not like, but God is a consuming fire. The word consuming, uh, if you look in the root of it, one of its meanings is this. It is He is a destroying fire against the enemy. And so I, I want to come from this standpoint tonight that we want us the scriptures very plain about this that God is fire he is a consuming fire and that fire the purpose of it is the ability to destroy your enemies and you go back to the scriptures and uh, fire has always been the very principle of how God operates if you look at the Uh, Moses tabernacle and the way that they offered their sacrifices God would always consume that sacrifice with fire the Bible says that fire would come down from heaven and consume the flesh or the sacrifice when uh, Moses and God were on Mount Sinai the scripture says that fire was on the mountain that the mountain was on fire in fact when the very first time that God went and He apprehended Moses. Moses' first encounter with God ever is he sees God in a bush that's on fire, but it is not being consumed. So God's nature, I'm giving you these scriptures because God's nature is fire. And the reason that uh, I was, I want to deal with this tonight is because I think I've got something here that can really help you. Uh, I want to read now out of... um, Out of the book of Matthew, chapter 3, and um, verse 11. And this is John the Baptist talking. And he says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not even worthy to bear or to untie. This is what I want you to concentrate on. And he shall baptize you. With the Holy Ghost and fire. And I think a lot of us from Pentecostal uh, backgrounds, um, as a boy I remember hearing this preached about and talking about Holy Ghost and fire, God's baptizing. And, and we just somehow, in, our, in, in the way that we thought, we just made them the same. That the Holy Ghost and fire were the same thing. But they're not. Uh, The writer is very plain here. He said he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And this is what came up in my spirit in prayer. And I began to think about this. I thought, God, what's going on with the fire here? Because it's separate from the Holy Ghost. And uh, I find I've been around a lot of people who have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But there's no fire. And... Can I tell you, and this may, this may challenge you, but you can have the Holy Ghost and still walk in defeat. You can have the Holy Ghost and still fight some really strong uh, habits and demon spirits. And and we know this. Uh, in fact, I, I want to read you another scripture because this is, is so good. Uh, right before, I'm going to quote one to you first. I think it's out of Luke. And the Bible says this. It says... Uh, and ye shall be endued with power this is key now after the Holy Ghost has come upon you so the Holy Ghost comes and then the Bible says after the Holy Ghost it says and then ye shall be endued with power this kind of ties in with what John's talking about he says there is Holy Ghost and he said there is fire and so if we go to the book of Acts Um, This is the birth of the church, and um, I'm going to read just starting in verse 1. It says, And when the day of Pentecost is fully come, they're in one accord, or unity, in one place. Suddenly there comes a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It fills all the house where they are sitting. And then it says, There appeared unto them cloven tongues, that look like fire that's the way the writer describes it he says it looks like he says there are cloven tongues like fire and it sits upon each of the individuals and then it says and they're all filled with the Holy Ghost and begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance and so I'm reading this because in the day of Pentecost there are two things that God links obviously they are filled with the Holy Ghost but he also in this setting links two things tongues and fire he says the fire represents the tongues or the tongue represents the fire they're inseparable that when the early church was birthed not only did they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and that they were endued with power I think that the power comes when we are baptized also not just with the holy ghost but with the fire of god because now we're going back to the nature of god our god is a consuming fire and when the fire goes before him it says it consumes all of his enemies now uh, if in psalms 104 chapter or verse 4 it says this that god makes his ministers a flame a fire that men and women not just in the pulpit or not just teaching in seminary but men and women who are ministering by the spirit of the lord that there should be the fire of god's nature in us so you say well then pastor what is what are you telling us that fire is this is what i think it is i think it's the authority of god that when we have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the, see the Holy Ghost is where the Spirit of God comes inside of us and indues us, we are in, then endued with power. It opens the door for the very nature of God to surface in us. And it is the authority that comes with the tongue. So uh, in the book of James, James is talking about this, and he said this, he said, Uh, The tongue is a little member. He's, He's just comparing it to other parts of your body. It's a lot smaller than your leg, your hand, your foot. He said it is a little member. But he says, see how great of a matter. And the word matter here means forest. He says, see how great of a forest a little fire can start. Now, we know that. That James is talking about that without the power of God, the tongue is an unruly member. And maybe I can do a Bible study on this pretty soon. But most of us are where we are in life because our tongue set our course. If you do not have the fire of God, which gives you the tongue of God, the authority of God, you will be defeated. And in, in the scriptures, uh, f- I, I really believe fire is authority. So to the degree that something can fail, it's the degree something can succeed. It has the possibility to go to either side. Uh, I've seen some people in the world that had a great uh, success in the natural realm, living a sinful life, but they had a great talent in them when they were born, and God intended for that talent to succeed in the spirit realm, but they took the talent and they succeeded in the natural realm. So to the degree that something can fail is to the degree that something can't succeed. So to the degree that your tongue can speak death and allow the enemy and your enemy to come in your life is also the same ability to declare the word of the Lord. And so when God baptizes us with fire, he is baptizing us with the authority of the Holy Ghost. The way that we release that authority is we begin to speak to the enemy. If you go back in Matthew, I forget, I think it's maybe chapter 25, the Lord is speaking. He said this, hell or the eternal lake of fire was not prepared for you and I. He says, it was prepared for the devil and his angels. And I can tell you right now, according to the scriptures, the devil does not like fire. Because he knows that it reminds him of what is yet to come in his future. Because God is going to destroy the devil or torment him forever, defeat him by fire. And so, whenever you you see churches they profess the holy spirit we have a lot of churches in america that run in large numbers and they will they will tell you that we're a spirit-filled church but they will also tell you this we don't operate in the gifts in our service we don't allow anybody to speak in tongues in our service what are they doing they are putting the fire out And if you only have the Holy Spirit, but you do not have the authority or the power that comes with it, your enemy is going to run a monk in your life. And this is why on the day of Pentecost, the scripture says that when they were filled with the Holy Ghost, tongues showed up a fire. Because God was giving them the ability. The Bible says that they begin to speak in other tongues. What that means is they begin to speak in languages that those that were there were not familiar with. The problem is in the hour that we're... You remember, go back to the Old Testament at the Tower of Babel. The Bible says this, that everybody on the earth spoke the same language. And God looks down and he says this, Because they have the ability to speak the same language and there's great understanding, there is nothing that man cannot do. And because they were not walking in the will of God, the Lord sent confusion amongst them and birthed diverse languages. So now they no longer can communicate with each other because they cannot understand each other. If in the realm of God we are not speaking the same language, and see, the when God began to give those um, in the book of Acts the ability to speak in the Spirit, they were speaking a language that other people did not understand. If we're going to defeat our enemy, we're going to have to start speaking a language the world does not speak. It's amazing to me that right now so many so-called believers have more faith in the vaccine than they do the blood of Jesus Christ. In fact, if you would ask them, would you rather have a blood transfusion of Jesus' blood or have the vaccine, they'd probably take the vaccine. What is it? It's because we have too many Christians that say they have the Holy Ghost, but there's no fire. Fire, hallelujah, is what excites people. And fire is what the devil hates. And when God takes your tongue, Notice that when he baptized him with the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, that little member that James said was unruly, when the Holy Ghost and fire got a hold of the tongue, they no longer spoke death. They began to praise and glorify the name of the Lord. And so, at our church in Regeneration Nashville, I think one of the reasons that people come from all over the United States to be in our services is because when you get in our building, you can feel the fire of God. And demons hate fire. So where there is authority and where is the fire of God, demons begin to run because that represents to them their eternal punishment, their eternal damnation. And what we need in this hour is some Christians that would go back, hallelujah, to their experience with God and begin to tell the Lord, I'm not looking just for the Holy Ghost. I am looking for the power and the authority that comes with it. So this is why John said not only will he give you the Holy Ghost he will baptize you with fire. We just have too many believers in too many churches and too many preachers that don't have the fire of God. And the enemy is not interested in you if you're you're not a threat to him if he doesn't feel the heat of God when he gets around you. And so This fire, in fact, uh, you know, it's documented, and I I really believe this. I I wrote this down in prayer. Um, Some of the great, great moves of God in history, they will tell you this, that people that were not in the building would look at where they were having service, and it looked like the building was on fire, and they would call a fire department, because they thought the, the building was on fire and it burned down, and it wasn't it wasn't a natural fire. It was it was like the day of Pentecost. There was tongues of fire on top of that building. It was like the burning bush, but the building wasn't being consumed. What is that? That's the very element of God settling down on that habitation, and He is infusing these men not only with the Spirit of the Lord but with the authority of God. So, I believe. That the reason the miraculous has not happened in America like it should is because miracles only come out of fire. It has to be the fire of God. And when you begin to read about Azusa Street and Topeka, Kansas and Wales and some of these great outpourings down through time and in the 50s and A.A. Uh, Allen's meetings and Catherine Kuhlman, there was a visitation of the fire of the Lord. And see, a lot of all sickness is demon spirits. Now, you can debate with me. Uh, I'm not saying you're demon-possessed, because I don't believe a Christian can be demon-possessed. But I do know this, that demons trespass into the temple of the Holy Ghost when they don't have any right to be there. And it takes the tongue of the spirit man that has the fire of God in it to look at that thing and say, you're not going to stay here, but I'm evicting you in the name of the Lord. And so I believe that where we're going right now in the church is there is a revival of fire that's being released out of the heavens on the people of god in this hour and so the we call them lukewarm you know what that means there ain't no spark There's no fire, you don't feel anything, but when you get around the power of God, you get around the anointing of the Lord, you begin to feel something. Did not the prophet say, I decided I wasn't gonna say anything anymore, but he said I could not keep myself quiet because it was like fire shut up within my bones. I pray today that the fire of God as you're watching me would get a hold of you and even right now, those of you under the sound of my voice that have demon spirits, troubling you depression and hopelessness and suicide and homosexuality and cancer and heart disease and all of these demonic spirits may the fire of god come through this camera into your house and touch you by the power of the lord so the lord hallelujah is releasing the fire of god and so god never intended for us just to have the holy spirit He intended us to have the Holy Spirit and the authority and the fire of God, the nature of God, because it says our God is a consuming fire. I pray this has blessed you. Um, I might have stretched you a little bit in your theology. Um, Sorry about that. Anyway, I pray that it's blessed you. And I I want to say this, uh, July 4th, uh, we're going to have a tremendous service here in Nashville, Tennessee. We've rented the Grand Old Opry. We're going to fill the building up seats, 4,400 people. Now, we're, we've already had hundreds, literally, of people register. so you need to go online. It's, listen, it's free. There's no registration fee but we need to know how many people is going to come because as soon as we hit 4,400, we have to shut this thing down, and we're in the thousands right now. And so if you want to come to this, I need you to quickly go online and register. It's free. It's our gift to you. We're just going to have a great time with Mario, Hank Kuhneman, Timothy Dixon, Todd Coconato, Robin Bullock, myself. The Isis is going to hear us singing. We've got other great singers. Jasmine's going to sing. So it's going to be a marvelous time. And so, but I need you to quickly, because probably in the next two weeks or so, we're going to have to shut it down because we won't have any more room. So I don't want you driving 10, 12 hours and then get here and go, wow, there I can't get in. Find your place, reserve your place, and we're going to have a great time. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Until then, uh, may the fire of God be upon you. Stay strong in the Lord. I love you.